in a world where millennials have no idea what the f*** they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. guests, internet personality, Brandon, a.k.a. Callie, and life coach and spiritual advisor, Rebecca Hatana. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. How you doing? What's going on, guys? How's everyone's week going so far? Chris, how's your week going so far, man? Yeah, you know what? I can't complain, man. I've just uh, been busy, been working hard. Uh, You know, I lift and and the regular job and... um, and uh, trying to get all this shit set up for the podcast. Uh, just been busy, busy, man. How about you? It's going okay, but of course I have to ask my guests first. Uh, look like you have something on your mind. You can't hear? You can't hear at all? There you go. Your, your mic might, your headphones might be dead then. Yeah, your headphones might be dead. Anyway, um, Kelly, how is your week going so far, man? Oh, my week's going good. Not too bad. Good, good to hear. Here. And what about you, Rebecca? Amazing. Awesome. Anything new going on with you guys? Just Anything exciting. Don't tell me you live. You guys <laughs> know you guys damn well don't live no boring lives. Mm, claiming my space in Cali. Okay, that's what there I'm we doing. Go. That's what I like mm-hmm. to hear. Awesome, awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Me, I had a very busy week. Um, for the listeners who do not know, I have moved to Los Angeles finally. Whoop, whoop. Um, it's about so time. I've been, uh, I know, right? Um, <laughs> so I've been uh, kind of looking around for like stuff to to bring the feng shui into my my area, into my space over here. I'm, I'm a little bit feng and no shui. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I actually uh, went to Ikea, went to Ikea the other day. Uh, to buy the, a partition that I have, and I got lost in Ikea. Wow. Yes. No. That was your idea? <laughs> the, the partition? Yes, it was for the partition. Yes, it was my idea. Yeah, I got I lost in like Ikea. It. Like, the, one of the worst places to ever get lost in is one is a, cor- a haunted corn maze, and then two is Ikea. So that was fine. How do you, how do you get lost in Ikea? They have arrows on the fucking ground. Because when I'm trying to get out, you know damn well you got to follow those arrows. <laughs> 
if I was like, right, I came in there right in the beginning and I was trying to get out right at the beginning and you can't, you just got to go through the whole thing. So I look like a little yeah. stupid guy. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I got lost at Ikea, so that was pretty fun, uh, I guess. Um, and then uh, I heard the blackest thing that I ever heard from a person at Ikea. And, uh, and no. I know you know about it, Kelly. Do you know about it? No. No, you don't know about it? Okay. Truex, I swear to God, the blackest thing I've ever heard is escape anyone's lips I've ever heard of in my life. You know what it was? Uh, no, but I'm 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 very intrigued to know now. Yes, right. He got he <laughs> he got pissed off for some whatever reason. He got pissed off, right? And he's like, you know what? Forget this. I'm going back to Wakanda. <laughs> I was like, damn right, my brother. Damn right. So yeah, oh, so that was pretty fun. Man. That was pretty Black fun. Panther everywhere. Yeah. Black Panther everywhere. I, I know everywhere. that I, I took you hostage so we can go see it. You did. You I did. Know. And, and what did you think? I fucking loved it. It was great. Damn it, right. It was the action was good. The storyline was was good. Um and they didn't make it too too political which i was happy for you know they threw their little shots in but that was about it absolutely no no absolutely 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 so i had that going on and then um over the weekend i went to uh my first nightclub with my dad (laughs) with my father oh your dad's down there uh yeah he came down here to visit for a little bit and that was interesting um and 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 the crazy thing about it what could you imagine what would be the worst thing to happen to you when going out with your parents? Um, I don't know. Uh, Embarrassing-wise? It would be your dad clock cock blocking you when you're trying to number close. And that's exactly... Oh, <laughs> no. That's exactly what happened. Yes. It was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, how, what no, did he how, do? How, you don't remember? Yeah, what did, oh, you never told what you? What did he do? What did oh he my do to God. I heard about um, it, but I didn't know what he oh did. Oh, my God. I forgot what exactly he did. But I was asking this chick for her phone number. And then, like, he walked up. And he's like, hey, son, son, hey, son. Hey, hey, son, you need da 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 or something like that? I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm like, go away. <laughs> I got this. I'm handling business. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was pretty fun. I, I can't complain. That was, was all around good times. All around good times. Um, and speaking of all around good times, we want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Within Range. Um, because if it is not in your range, you ain't doing it right. Yeah. That's right. That's that right. is right. I got to add to that, though. He has a new line of shirts and hats out. Um, Ooh, he's got new go. shirts and he's got hats out right now. And he's starting to make some traction in the disc golf world. Um, where uh, some pro discers are um, starting to wear his stuff. So name's getting out there, and we're, I'm glad to be a part of that because what he wants to do for the kids in the future and get them to stop going the, the path that he took and going mm-hmm. into gangs and drugs and all that, man, he's got the perfect, perfect program and the perfect brand for these kids to, to grow up and follow the right path. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about, brother. Oh, yeah. All right. But um, so, yes, for those of you who don't know, our topic for today is Mysteries of the Universe. Um, we're going to be getting yeah. more into that. But first, we're going to get started with our next segment, which is news. Jeremy, hit it. News, That's the way the news goes. All right, Chris, go ahead and take it away. All right. Thank you. I can't hear any of the the sound coming from your computer. So, Um, all right. So today in news, I have NASA reveals hammer plans to prevent an asteroid from killing humanity. 
NASA wait, wait, has wait. finally done it. If wait, NASA what? Has, yeah. They have a hammer plan to prevent an That's asteroid from killing us. Okay. There, you said there is an asteroid that is that is presently coming, or they have... No, 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 no. No asteroid coming to us. NASA uh-huh. reveals that they now have plans to prevent an asteroid from okay. killing humanity. Okay, so there's plans to prevent an asteroid from killing humanity right now. Yes, um, and so what, what this article goes on to say is it says, terrified of an asteroid hitting Earth and wiping us all out? Fear, okay. fret not. NASA has a plan. Um, U.S. space scientists have drawn up official plans for how to deal with incoming asteroids that could devastate our planet. It's a, a spacecraft called the Hammer, and it stands for Hypervelocity Asteroid Mitigation Mission for Emergency Response. Um, and it was devised by top experts, including NASA, the uh-huh. National Nuclear uh, National uh, Nuclear Security Administration, and two Energy Department weapons labs, according to BuzzFeed. Does it um, involve so, Does it involve Ben Affleck getting onto a rocket ship? Sing, Scott, and, it, and singing, it never ca- leaving on a jet plane. As long as it means he's never coming back, um, <laughs> that that would be fine by me. Yeah. Uh, but it says the spacecraft has two ways of dispatching an asteroid collision threat. The first involves hitting the asteroid and then steering it off course so it doesn't end up hitting Earth. And the second uh, and more dangerous would see the hammer detonating its onboard nuclear warhead to change the asteroid's course. So basically... They would either hit it super hard and make it fly off course, or okay. they would they would use a nuclear explosion to throw it off course. So they're just gonna blow the shit out of this asteroid. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of cool. That sounds like the best kind of fireworks special I've ever heard of. Yes, and and uh, the closest time so far that we see that this could be a possibility of a of an asteroid hitting us is in the year twenty thirty five. Um, scientists say there's a one in uh, 2,700 chance that uh, the Bennu asteroid will hit us. Um, uh, I guess this uh, they call it a space boulder. Okay. Is uh, circle? It's circling the sun at 63,000 miles per hour. Um, so Jesus. I'm okay. I'm gl- I'm glad NASA already has kind of something uh, in mind on how to uh, defeat an asteroid flying at us. Absolutely. Uh, be- now, okay. Because now, I, now I, question. I, I, I don't. I, I just don't want a Hollywood movie to turn reality on us. That's yeah, all. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. Now, no question. Um, yes. Well, actually, let me revert this to Callie. Callie. Okay. If an asteroid was coming straight to our planet, right? Which five people would you take with you onto a spaceship to save humanity? If you could only take five people, like no more, no less, just five people exactly. I know it's a tough question, but we bring, we bring the heat. Okay, fair enough. I would take um, Oprah. <laughs> That's a must. <laughs> That's a must. <laughs> Need somebody to talk to the people. Exactly. <laughs> um, a world renowned doctor, whoever that is. Okay. That's a good one. That's up. Uh, oh, oh, what's it? Uh, Dr. Drew? Okay. Okay. Not, not Dr. Phil. <laughs> Please not, Doctor Phil. Please not, Doctor Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Was I, I know it's a hard question. I, uh, do I have a stove? Is, can we eat certain foods? Can you? Oh, I thought you were about to say, can we eat certain people? No. <laughs> I was gonna say a top chef. <laughs> a top chef, okay, like such as 
What's the dude that be Ramsey? Oh, 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 Gordon Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey. And a top nutritionist or something for the people who can't eat regular things that need to keep their health up. I don't know. That will be the five I would, for some odd reason. Pick. Okay, okay. And Rebecca, what about you? Hmm. Your top five people? My top five people. Yes. I, I definitely like your approach thinking about, like, important people to take. I want to take my man because okay. that's survival 101. Then I would mm, see, I'd, I think my mom, but then like you have to think about you want to survive and like older. I'll probably take my mom. Okay. See my mom. Uh, all right. I think the other three my man, my mom, my sister, my brother, there's one left. Damn, none of them build. Shit. I need somebody that can build. Shit. <laughs> so somebody's not going to make it. If you can't build shit. Exactly. If you can't build shit, definitely not going on yeah. our list. Okay. A survivalist, you know, like exactly. you have to think about those people who are going to like help you make shelter, you know, find food. Yep. That makes sense. And also procreation because nobody wants to go to outer space or have, have to escape planet Earth. That's true. Without being able to procreate. So you got to think about matches. You got to think about the human race, y'all. <laughs> Expand your mind, y'all. Okay, here's okay. Here's the correct answer, guys. You guys ready for this? Okay, here, here's 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 the correct answer. Okay, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. In case I encounter any aliens, he could just punch them out, punch them out, all of them. Um, then I would have, um, dude, uh, Tom Hanks, because he knows how it feels to be alone for super extended long periods of time, even though he's acting. Yeah. Um, and he could probably. Bring Wilson. Make, yeah, but bring Wilson exactly so we're not alone, right? That's the most important thing. Um, then I would bring, I have to bring someone funny. Otherwise, all humanity is doomed. Because if you can't laugh, then you just, there's no, why, why are you living? So I probably would bring like Cat Williams or like Dave Chappelle. Definitely need Dave Chappelle at the end of the world. If you can't laugh, then I don't know what the hell we're doing here. Mm. Um... And probably Barack Obama. And after you said Oprah, I'll probably have to pick Oprah. Because, yeah, she's, she's the, we need a president. We need, exactly. And what, about the, and what about the future of humanity? The future? I'm the future of humanity. What are you talking about? Okay. That's me. All right. I guess <laughs> you don't need no love in space. Oprah's all the love the I cold. need. <laughs> oh, cold, cold. Oprah, Oprah <laughs> could keep me warm with all her money. That's, that's all the warm I need. <laughs> and all the free gifts under your seat every night at dinner. Yeah, reach yeah. under your seat. Woo! I got a right? book. Yay! This, this guy. Now, can you hear him at all? You can't hear him at all. Your headphones are dead. You can't. Can you hear yourself? I hear myself. You can hear yourself, but you can't hear him. Well, no. I mean, I hear myself because I hear myself talking. <laughs> okay, that's what I mean. You need new headphones. Um, Chris, go on. Start. Get started with the next news topic. Yes. Yeah, so uh, next in news, we have, we have, we have. Um, uh, we have a famous snake whisperer dies after a fatal cobra bite. Um, so, one, why the fuck would you get so close to a snake in the first place? Um, that's fatal. And two, um, apparently he wasn't that much of a snake whisperer since it bit him and killed him. Um, but a famed snake whisperer in Malaysia um, it was, it has died. Um, F- Free Malaysia Today reports that Abu Zarin Hussein a uh, firefighter whose snake-catching skills have gone viral received the fatal cobra bite three days ago. 
Uh, the 33-year-old died early on Friday, it said. Um, so basically, uh, folks, don't get too close to a cobra. Um, that's no bueno. Cobras are going to hurt you, and they're going to kill you. I don't care how much you think you can uh, you can blow your, your, your horn and, and, and put it in a trance. It's going to get you one day. And it got him. A poor 33-year-old man. Uh, I, I think he got cocky is what happened. You know, this guy was only 33 years old. I think he got cocky thinking that he was, like, the best uh, snake whisperer in the world. And uh, he forgot to realize that it's a wild animal. Well, you can't even whisper, oh, snake whispering in the first place. They don't want to hear anything that we have to say. They're, no. they're on their own. <laughs> they're on their own thing. And Exactly. Yeah. Man, you can't I'll, whisper to a dude, snake. Dude, if you could, that's that has to be the baddest ass party trick I've ever heard of. Be like, hey, girl, check it. <laughs> Watch me play with my know, snake. Was, yeah, exactly. See, what, what <laughs> girl would go? Oh, just panic straight coming I, off, every, man. I think every girl would run um, from from that conversation to just the start. I don't know, Callie. You being a snake whisperer yourself. What is the best kind of party trick that you could pull out on a lady in order to get her digits? <laughs> um, to get her digits, I would say, well, um, can I see her cell phone? I lost my phone. Oh, yeah. I would call myself. And <laughs> so that way I already have her number once I go back to my phone. And I just, you know, say how was the party later. See, only a snake whisperer <laughs> would think of something like that. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That's um, really good. And then I next like in news, uh, since we do have uh, St. Patty's Day tomorrow. Um, yeah. Oh, that's nice drinking day. I, I got I to gotta share this. Uh, it's a medieval pot of gold discovered by construction workers. What? Um, yeah. Uh, the, the workers from water company, uh, company uh, Osen made the stunning find when they were laying pipes in the new town of Hofenhag. Uh, obviously not in the United States. Um, And during the construction work, they dug up a a medieval cooking pot that contained 12 gold and 462 silver coins. Uh, The coins have been dated to the 15th century. It's unclear at this point who will keep the coins. Um, So just follow that rainbow. Eventually, you might actually find a pot of gold. That's crazy. What? Yeah. Yeah. workers find a lot of things from bones to, you know. What? You if just that, don't know. If that was me, I would be like, I'm no longer a construction worker. I'm not telling nobody I found no pot of gold. <laughs> I'd be like, I found the pot, guys. I was just, it was um, empty when I got there. Uh, these <laughs> these coins actually date back to 1470s and 1480s. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and it looks like uh, it, was, uh, it was a gold coin of King Henry the whatever Roman numeral that is, and uh, England and France that was struck in Paris on the fr- uh, in the f- uh, early 15th century. So uh, they, these are some old coins. I'm surprised no one ever found them before, but um, yeah. So uh, well, what do you do happy St. Like Patrick's that? Day to them. What was that? What do, you, what do you do with coins like that? It's not like you can take them to the bank and be like, cash me out. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's got to be some kind of process, and you can't really keep a find like that a secret. If you find gold coins, a whole pot of gold coins, you can do whatever the hell you want. (laughs) (laughs) There was was more silver than gold, though, but I mean, still, I'd sell it to a... um, 
I'd probably sell it to like a museum or something. You know, I'd make my yeah. my gold off of it and give it to someone who's mm-hmm. actually gonna use the damn. Nah, nah, nah. You gotta, you gotta. Uh, well, first of all, I'd buy a monocle, just so I could wear it everywhere I go. <laughs> and then anytime that I'm do, like, anytime that I do uh, a gold. A gold, a pot of gold is just like a free pass to do anything that you want, dude. Like you can just like, I go up, I'll go up to a bouncer and just like slap them, walk into a club, just toss them like a gold coin. You'd be like, what the? Because f- I'd be like, hey, that's worth like twenty million dollars right there. You'd be like, okay, cool. I got another cheek if you, <laughs> if you're really trying to do this. Um, so yeah, I think you do whatever the hell you want with some gold. Sh- Did shoot. they say how much the pot of gold was worth? I uh, no, it. It, no, it did not say what what the estimated value is. Okay, so yeah, so they didn't say. All right. No. Okay, is that the end of news? Um, th- that's it for news for the most part. I just got a, a one more thing. I don't have the article in front of me, but did you all hear about that bridge collapsing in Florida? No. no. I saw. So, it, yeah, it was a university in Florida, um, and they were they were building a bridge. They were calling it a minute bridge. Um, and it's a swinging bridge. This bridge swings from one side to the other, so students can actually cross uh, from the campus over to the dormitories um, that has a huge intersect area, a huge uh, street. And so they were building this bridge, and this bridge was costing like millions and millions of dollars. Um, and they put they they got it installed, and then they had to build around it still. And uh, like three days after this bridge was actually put up. It collapsed and fell on eight cars or ten cars and killed about four people. Um, so I, yeah, super sad. Yeah, but sucks. you know, I don't have the article in front of me. I can't give you all the details on it. But I just wanted to throw that in there, just because you know that was some major news yesterday, and it's really sad for yeah. those kids that anyone who was tra- is you know trapped underneath that bridge. That that sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's. I hope you know. Pray for everyone who's over there. Um, so they don't have to worry about that stuff, but, uh, but yeah, that's always, it's always tragic kind of listening to stories like that. Yeah. But it's crazy. We trust, we trust these structures Mm -hmm. and I've even seen like, you know, I think it was a documentary one time about bridges and the state of bridges, like bridges we drive across Mm -hmm. and how a lot of them need so many repairs. And it's just like, it kind of gets worked around and Mm -hmm. patched up, but yeah, we trust all of these man-made yeah, structures. Why do you think I don't like going on Ferris wheels and all that <laughs> crap? They don't care if it breaks. They're not the ones who's... Anyway, I'll go on a tangent yeah. with that. Anywho, but let's go ahead and get started with the next segment, which is, um, once again, going over our topic, uh, Mysteries of the Universe. Um, but we're going to get started in the next segment, which is, If You've Been Living Under a Rock with Announcer Man. With one of the greatest minds known to man passing, we honor his theories with questions of our own about the universe. Our world alone is filled with in-depth sightings of ghosts, aliens, and magic. But is there any credibility to these wise tales? Or are we only letting our dreams delude us of the harshness that is reality? This has been, if you've been living under a rock. All right, guys. So first impressions, and this is open to everyone. 
at the table. Do ghosts, aliens, and magic exist? Yes. Yes. Well, the yes. <laughs> God damn. I'm alone on this? Okay. Um, I'm going to refer to our guest, Rebecca. Why do you believe that ghosts, aliens, why do you believe that Casper, Predator, E.T., and, and, and uh, Never Ending Story all exist? Because I believe that there are so many layers and dimensions to what we're experiencing here right now. And all of the things that we're talking about have been legendary tales since like the beginning of time. This is true, yes. You know, so it's like there has to be some kind of truth to these mystical creatures and to, you know, yeah, and to ghosts. It's, It's not a new thing. It's not a fad. It's like part of the human story, I think. Okay. So, Callie, if all that everyone is saying is true, okay, why have I not flown on at least like one or two dragon's backs? Because um, I've been I've been waiting. <laughs> I think that it exists, but not in the way we expect it to exist. Like we're, you're not going to see it. So pretty much, a ghost is. I think a spirit is always here. Okay. So I don't think we could really argue that. And I do think um, about the dragons. No, you'll never fly on the dragons back. Damn back. it! You just. But the, then what is the point of this? <laughs> <laughs> aliens, I think, are alive because. It. I look at all the things on Earth that we found, mm-hmm. and all the things that exist, and I know I haven't seen everything, so I would have to think that who's to say there wouldn't be an extra being out there that we couldn't see. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Truex. Yes. I know that you believe in ghosts, aliens, and magic, correct? Yeah. Uh, y- yes. Well, magic not as much. Um, I think magic's a, a different story. But when it comes to ghosts and aliens and, uh, uh, yeah, I, I definitely do believe. Um, I you know I've personally had experiences with uh, hauntings and ghosts and uh, spirits and um, and the reason why I actually asked you to do this episode was because the new place I moved into, I've been experiencing a little. Uh, a little activity in in here, and uh, it's been a, it's a it's been fun. <laughs> um, okay. Aaron's Aaron's getting scared shitless, but I'm not. I'm actually enjoying it. It's uh, it's kind of interesting, and I'm laughing. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, okay, I, I'm gonna ask I, you to tell that story. I'm gonna ask you to tell that I, story. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll go. We'll get into the stories. But I, when it goes to like aliens and the universe, this universe is way too big for us to be the only ones here. Um, I believe in God. I believe God created the universe, and I believe he might have created other life forms out there too. So uh, it, with, with how big this universe is and, and how expansive it is, and you got your black holes and you got other, other uh, uh, you, you know, planets out there that, that aren't in our system, they're in other solar systems, there's got to be other life forms out there. We, there's no way we're the only ones here. Absolutely. Okay, cool. All right, so we're, we're going to go and figure out exactly how much of this stuff is real and how much of this stuff is a bunch of baloney, balagna. All right, but um, something I want to delve into that we didn't touch upon in news that I thought was actually pretty important was the uh, recent passing of one of the greatest minds known to man, Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. Um, he he yes. passed away just the other day. Um, and some of his accomplishments um, was based on using some of Albert Einstein's theories 
um, which which he talked a lot about uh, time and space, right? Mm-hmm. Now, question I wanted to ask, Callie. Okay, I want you to imagine this. All right, you're in your spaceship. Okay, you're floating through space. Okay, just you're weightless, just drifting through space. Okay, not a care in the world. Maybe aliens, because you believe in aliens, but me, not a care in the world, okay? And you see, pass, something in the distance is glistening, right? You get closer. You're like, oh, what's that? You get closer, closer. You still don't know what it is. Get closer. All of a sudden, you realize that it's pulling you in. You can't escape. It's a black hole, okay? If you go in that black hole, well, once you're caught by a black hole, you're, you're, you're going in that black hole. When you get through that black hole... What do you think happens? Do you think that you go back in time or you go into a different time? Like, do you like Planet of the Apes kind of thing? Or do you feel that, like, that just, that's the end of it? I would say that's probably the end of it. You think that's the end of it? I don't think it's probably anything on the other side of that black hole. You think so? It's just, boom, that's it. Okay, see you. It's a logical thinker. Thank you. True X, you got some work to catch up to. But with that said, I wouldn't <laughs> um, be surprised so if there was a time travel back into the past, or maybe you get to see other things that you didn't realize throughout your life or something, or the universe. I don't know because nobody's ever been to the black hole and made it out to tell us. <laughs> I, I had so much hope for you. I had so much hope for you. Okay. Same question to you. You travel into a black hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you come out on another side? Do you prove Stephen Hawking's theory relative? I think that more. I I I I would imagine that you're gonna find another level to this. Okay. Shit. That's my thought. So basically, you're saying we should shoot all humans into black holes as often as much as possible. We just shoot all of them into black holes. Mm, I'm not saying that. <laughs> But I don't know. I think that there are, I mean, the black hole is one thing, but I do think that there are portals, you know, and there's certain points on planet Earth that have been rumored to be such portals. We don't know because people haven't, you know, people have disappeared and in these in these places, like in uh, the desert and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I find it fascinating because we don't know. We don't. We don't. We we really we really don't. Truex, how do you feel about that? Um, when for what the the black holes shooting people in it, and if you come out on the other side and proving the theory, um, I I would say that I I have a feeling that there's nothing on the other side of black holes. Um, what I think there might be, but if you shoot a person through it, I think it's gonna rip you apart and into shreds. Uh, you can't travel time without a without breaking apart, right? Um, I think that's almost or impossible in, in my or, eyes. Or, yeah. or or without a DeLorean. <laughs> or, or yeah, well yeah, you need a DeLorean, um, and uh, <laughs> you, and you need the the professor too, or whatever his name is. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, um, right? But you, you you know what? I think there I mean there could possibly be another side to it. I just uh, it, it, if it is a portal or a way of time travel, um, I I think we'll find out in I don't know a hundred years or so because we sent a satellite through one several years back, didn't we? It, it, didn't we send a uh, a satellite through the black hole? 
at some point recently in, in, in the past. Um, we just got to wait like 20, 30 years before we can actually see hole. what it shows know, up. Right? Are you getting sucked into a black hole? We can, we can barely hear you. <laughs> if you could, um, going back to the topic of time, um, if you could change one thing in the past, whether it be history, whether it be personal, um, would you even want to try to change it? Um, no, because I, yes and no. <laughs> I, I believe in this thing like the butterfly effect. Like, okay. what if that one thing would mm. change a bunch of things that would ultimately I would not want to see? Mm-hmm. So that would be my biggest fear. But if I could change one thing, no offense to anybody, because I know they're gonna probably hate me for this. I would um probably shoot Steve Jobs in the chest. Oh, that's goddamn. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. And, and, and help the world. Truex, did you hear that? No, I did not. He's he's a man after your own heart. He said if he could go back in time, he probably would shoot Steve Jobs in the chest. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I have another Apple hater in the room. Oh, Jesus. You guys are funny. Oh, yeah. All right, so um, going back to, you know, time and breaking the rules of the galaxy and kind of mysticism. That's not even a word, but I just made it up. I don't give a damn. We, this is, we do whatever we want. Um, we're going to have Rebecca. Mm. Uh, uh, Chris, you ready for this? Truex. Yes. Yes, I'm ready. She is going to read your, is it the future? Would you consider mm, read the future? We're no. reading, re, you guide his future? What would no. you consider that? So the uh, you, kinds of you readings are breaking up. She is going to read you. Oh, over the phone. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read your cards. The kind of card reading that I do, it's not a a tarot. I'm not here to tell the future. What I do with my readings is help you to remember or reawaken um, or validate things that you already know to be true. So it's oh. kind of like giving you divine guidance. And a lot of times, again, repeating messages that maybe your spirit guides, your inner knowing has been trying to relay. So we're going to read your cards. We're going to do a short but sweet spread. So I would love for you to sit up straight wherever you are. Your spine is like an antenna. Okay. I'm sitting up and my, my spine is straight now. Nice. And I would love for you to bring to your mind any, maybe anything that you've been wondering, questioning, trying to figure out, or you want to get some, just one like little breadcrumb trail. Bring that thought or those thoughts to the forefront of your mind. Did you hear that? Uh, yes, I did. Um, okay. Okay. Here we go. She's getting very spiritual, spiritual for the, for the listeners. She just. It ignited something that looks like weed, but it's not weed. <laughs> and she put it into a shell. It's a ceremonial blend. A ceremonial blend. Of different plants. Okay. Plants have a lot of different powers, medicines to them. This is not like woo-woo, silly stuff. It's real. We know that plants are medicine. There we go. And if, am I able to talk to this, or does it break your concentration? No, you can talk. Okay, so so listeners, she also has an assortment of, of spiritual collective items crystals she has crystals she has shells did you want some more to drink david Mm -hmm. or brandon can you what 
Yeah. So, so I got a okay. note. Um, now, it, are we pulling cards? Is that what? Yeah, we're pulling cards. So cards I've been. On the things that I've I'm, been um, thinking of. Or? Yeah, yeah, I've been shuffling cards, and I've been burning some stuff. And in a second, I'm gonna run my fingers along the cards, and I'm gonna ask you to tell me when to stop. Okay. Okay. Don't touch. No, this card. All right, so we had, ooh, another one. Okay. Are you? <laughs> okay, now you're just throwing cards. No, I'm not. I'm really not. It's fun when that happens. Okay. Okay. So we had three cards jump out for you. Okay. And your middle card here is the patience card. And this card is reminding you <laughs> to be patient. This card is reminding you that the things that you've planted in your life, you might not see them coming fully to fruition right now. You might not see the fruit, the flowers, but actually there's a lot happening underneath the surface. And so just continue to water your garden and to just be good with where you are at this phase in your growth. The other card that came out for you here is the you know what to do card. And this card is signifying that you know exactly what your next few steps are. You might act like you don't know, or you might doubt your steps, but you don't need to do so. Think of yourself as the guy here on the card. He's holding a lantern, and oftentimes when you're walking with a lantern, you may not be able to see what's just a few feet in front of you, but you can see around, and you know what's going on around you. So just kind of focus on your surroundings right now, the next few steps, instead of thinking so, so far into the future. And then the other card that came out for you here is the prosperity card. And this card is reminding you that your material needs are being provided and you do have an incredible ability to create your own abundance. And the woman in this card is holding a cornucopia full with golden coins, okay? And what's beautiful about it is they're sitting in her womb space. They're coming from her creation energy. And you too have that creation energy. So really be at one with your with your gut feeling in terms of your prosperity. Um, focusing on even like your solar plexus chakra, which is like your belly, your where your logical mind comes from. Oh, he focuses on his belly, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you might need to be eating some more yellow foods or being in the sunshine to like activate this part of your body. Um, and also when it comes to prosperity and creating prosperity. You need to create it. <laughs> no. Um, you can utilize your, your sexual creative energy, like getting in tune with that. So that might even mean, you know, as you are making love to yourself, we'll just call it that. You can, instead of just thinking about a sexual thing, you can actually masturbate to what it is that you want to create and the prosperity that is going to come from that so that's all part of your creation energy and it sounds maybe crazy but it's sex magic and it works see chris you need to stop having sex with your girlfriend and have sex with yourself <laughs> she won't like that on. so much use a little sex magic okay um i'm gonna run my fingers along the cards and i want you to tell me when to stop okay starting right now stop Okay, she's pulling out some cards. Mm -hmm. Laying them flat. Okay, so interesting. Okay, so you have two elements here that are quite interesting. One is 
the earth card this card is reminding you that right now you need to get more in tune with the earth and why is that important because when you're here trying to figure out what your next steps are in order to find your next steps it's going to be really important for you to ground yourself the energy of the earth electromagnetic energy it's going to charge you and it's going to make you feel more confident and we keep going back to confidence and the belly so your belly is really important right now Pay attention to your stomach, what you're eating, how you're pooping, all of that kind of thing. But the earth energy is going to be really important for you. And it also means eating foods from the earth. Okay? You want to take yourself to the next level, make that money, and, like, see your, 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 he just, just lost. We just lost him. But I'm going to keep going because he can hear this later, right? Uh So, so, yeah. And then the other card that came out for him here is the mermaid card. And this card is asking him to really go deep beneath the surface and to kind of get more in tune with his inner knowing when it comes to, again, you know, you know what to do, the prosperity. It's going within, going deep down underneath the surface. And anytime you are doubting what's going on, um, with your prosperity or how to obtain it, that's just letting you know to go back within. Okay. And we'll so end it right there. So I'll focus on, thank you for that. Yeah. That and and one, more, one last thing that just came to mind is um, even when it comes to how he's making his money or channeling his prosperity, mm-hmm. the mermaid card is also telling him that he can be a little bit mysterious about it and not let everybody know his moves and just kind of like, yeah. So be, the be last mysterious. to reiterate the last one that that you just got Truex was the mermaid card and she mm-hmm. said stop acting like a little bitch she said pick your goddamn mm-hmm. panties up she didn't really say that I'm kidding <laughs> she didn't say the mermaid oh. card going deep into your desire into your inner knowing and being mysterious as you are you know in this cycle of transformation as you're rethinking your prosperity and how you're creating it so, so your money moves that you're making, you don't have to. That's your business and no one else's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you, can you go back to the uh, earth and the stomach? Be I I missed all of yes. that, and I'm. Yes. So I re- I'm really part... kind of intrigued to hear that because uh, yeah, I'll tell you in a sec once you, once you tell me. So yeah, so. I keep getting these messages about your belly. And so the the earth card is also reminding you to eat foods from the earth and be really mindful of what it is that you're eating right now, your digestion, how you're pooping, um, how your belly feels after meals. And again, going back to eating foods that have that earth energy. So, you know, yams and things that come from deep inside the earth. Um, and of course, foods that are grown in the sunshine are going to be really great for you. Um, I'll tell you how his belly feels after he eats. Full. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, now, I wanted you to go back to that uh, uh, for the reason of, and Donis knows this, um, is I actually have um, a, a colon disease, um, a diverticulitis or diverticulosis. Um, and uh, lately I have not been uh, eating healthy and I've been wanting to and funny enough I have a bag of sweet potatoes on my counter right now so <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I, all everything that that you pulled on those cards I don't know if there's any more uh, but uh, so no, far do you, wanna, do you want one more do you want one more 
yeah, let's do one more because so far everything's like exactly what I was thinking of in my mind and it's, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay, of course, we pull one more card and it's the yellow card. The yellow card is all about um, your sacral chakra. Okay, your I mean, okay. your solar plexus chakra, which is, you know, your stomach, your liver, your spleen, your small intestines, all that good stuff. Um, again, this relates to your self-worth, how you feel about yourself. So the, the interesting thing is that our, our physical illnesses are always reflecting things that are happening underneath the surface in our spirit life. Okay. Okay. So your belly relates to self-worth, how we feel others see us. Um, and our self-confidence. So it would be a really good thing for you right now to just even do some meditations with your belly. And, you know, you can lay your hands on your belly and just start to breathe in and out of your belly, almost pretending or visualizing that you have a mouth there. And I know that <laughs> sounds weird, but almost like really breathe in air and exhale through that spot and do that constantly talk to your belly you know uh, start to feed it better foods um, forgive yourself for whatever you have done to aggravate your belly issues and just really start to to spend time with your stomach and talk to it and develop a relationship and um, and yeah as you're breathing also visualizing all of that tension stress and sickness um, escaping from your body okay mm-hmm Taking really deep breaths are going to be really important, and you can take really deep breaths going in and out through the nose, which is your ocean's breath, your ujjayi breath, and just really use it to cleanse the body. Sometimes we don't breathe. We're shallow breathers, and yeah, we're not giving our body what it needs. So breathe through your belly. Wow. How do you feel? How do you feel, Truex? Uh, that, that's actually pretty damn amazing. I, that, that's... Uh so you know i was thinking about uh the podcasts and business i was thinking about um you know with my my job and 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 that being more of a career than just a job and yep. and my my finances and then also you know where me and my girlfriend are, are heading and everything that, that she said was uh or the cards were showing it was dead on to what i was asking for and looking for and uh, that that was in the forefront of my mind so amazing i think that's better than those aren't tarot that, that's not tarot cards right that this is no so no, no they're not tarot cards i'm using okay, so um I'm using an Archangel Oracle card deck that was given to me years ago. And then the second deck I'm using is the Remix Your Life deck, which is a okay. deck that I've created that's full of colors and rooms in the home because I do healing through the home. And um, I help people to heal. And, yeah, my favorite place is to start in the house. There you go. Now, uh, now with that amazing. said, with that said, Rebecca, mm -hmm. um, where where is the best place for people to reach you if they want your services? Yeah. Um, right now, my website is, it's up. It's lifestyleremix.com. Lifestyleremix.com. But it's getting a makeover. I need like a bigger, I need like a bigger house. I'm in, I've been in an apart, in a studio apartment, mm -hmm. you know, website. And I'm like, I need a big house now. So, yeah. But on Instagram, you can find me lifestyle underscore remix. And then also my personal page is Rebecca Hitana. And that's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-G as in George or God. There you go. I-T-A-N-A. -A, Rebecca Hitana. 
There you go. There you go. Now, um, Kelly, been kind of quiet over there, being very respectable. I appreciate that about a young man. <laughs> but uh, this next segment, we're going to try to get you out of your shell with this next game, which we call Box It Out. You know the rules. We pick two random things, then decide what would win in a boxing match. It's whimsy, nonsensical fun for the whole family. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. Okay, I'm going to start with yes. Kelly first. Kelly. What's up? In a boxing match between Casper versus Ghostbusters. Who wins and why? Who you going to call? Not the Busters. Casper. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why? Why they win? Because Casper is a pretty smart individual from what I can see. And um, I think he would bait the Ghostbusters into a trap to meet his uncles. Okay, okay. The other ghosts. Okay, I got that. I got that. Actually, that was in the Casper movie, too. Yeah, yeah. and they, Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so uh, Casper gets the win. All right. Rebecca. Yeah. In a boxing match. Yes. Between Marty McFly uh-huh. versus Terminator. Uh, I know. I'm going to go with the Terminator. Terminator. Okay, yeah. Terminator I wins. recently saw Terminator 2 in the movies. They brought it back. In the movies? Yes. What? 3D. Okay. In New York. <laughs> and it was so good. I was so am Terminator. Okay. Terminator wins then. He kicks that little butt McFly out of... He kicks his ass, damn it. All right. <laughs> True X. Yes. In a boxing match between E.T. versus Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Wait, say that again? E.T. versus Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah. Um, ooh. I know. I'm right? going to... Oh. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm going to say that E.T. is going to lose this boxing match um, because Stitch, okay. don't care, Stitch don't care about a glowing finger. He'll bite the damn thing off. And uh, Stitch is funny as shit, so Stitch wins. <laughs> Stitch definitely okay. wins that one. All right. I have one for you, D. Okay, here we go. go ahead. All right. Morty. Morty. Okay. Or Mr. Fry from Futurama. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Um, come on. It's just, it's fry. It has to be Fry. I like Morty more, but Fry, like, Morty is like a, is like a I mean, he's a b- I mean, <laughs> unless he's unless he was evil Morty, you know what I mean? Like, or evil Morty was like this huge mastermind. But no, of yeah. course I'm gonna say Fry fist fight. Fry's gonna win, and then or not, he'll just call the police on him. That's yeah. his like go to whenever he gets into a fight. He goes help police. So yes, I'm gonna say Fry wins. All right, all right, good choice. Callie in a boxing match between Men in Black versus Avatar. to go with have the men in black men in black for the win why because <laughs> um they got nice suits and he wants to mess up with nice suits so they have to be extraordinary men in suit with extraordinary talents 
Okay, okay. You know they're they're gonna remake it. Oh, yeah. and that's extraordinary. <laughs> it is extraordinary. Wow. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, Rebecca. Yes. In a boxing match between Guardians of the Galaxy versus the the Death Star. Death Star as in Star Wars? As in Star Wars. Star Wars, sorry. The Death Star would win? Of course. It would just blow him up? That's true. It probably would just blow yes. him up. I can't yeah. I can't even front yeah. on that. I can't even front on that. The story uh, will always continue. The story will always even, continue. This I don't true. even like Star Wars, and I agree with her. <laughs> All right, Truex. Yes. This one's for you. Okay. All right, it's funny. Our, our most, eth- most ethnic question goes over to the whitest of us. Uh, all right. <laughs> Space Jam versus Globetrotters. Oh, and Space Jam all day long. Space Jam. All right, oh, why, why Space oh, Jam? Man. Well, Space Jam, because when you got the Michael Jordan and you got some other famous, awesome basketball players, and then uh, you, got, you got Looney Tunes, man. Can't go wrong with with uh, aliens and you got Martian and you got everyone playing basketball. And shit. They space jam all the way through. But the Globetrotters hung out with Scooby Doo. What? And, and, and Scooby Doo hung out with goddamn near everybody. Yeah, no space jam. I said no. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried to talk them off. Yeah, that was space jam all the way. All right, uh, Kelly, are you a big movie buff? Um, I would have to say yes. Everybody loves a good movie. Okay. Are you do you are do you know about directors? It depends which one you're talking about. Okay. Well we'll see with this question. Alright. George Lucas. Okay, Star Wars. Versus Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Jurassic Park. Of course, everybody. Jurassic Steven Spielberg. Yes. You pick Steven Spielberg. No, okay. no, 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 you don't pick Steven Spielberg. No, 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 I was just saying that what they both yeah, did. Exactly. Actually he just came out with a new movie that just came out that's N E T and like yeah. you know. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Why Steven Spielberg? He did E.T. He did do E.T. Yes. Absolutely. That movie changed a lot of kids' lives. I don't know why. It's just... Because it was scary and magical and mystical. A lot of things happened. That he phoned home. He phoned yeah, home. exactly. I was just right here phoned home. Like, phoned home. That's the classic line. Oh, jeez, guys. E.T. should be doing Aww. phone commercials right now. I don't know what you... Actually, that would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it would. I don't know why he's not getting in on action. But you know damn well Steven Spielberg don't need no more money. <laughs> no, he don't. And he speaking don't. of speaking of aliens, guys, I want Rebecca. Yes. I want you to picture this, okay? Mm-hmm. You are... It's 20 years into the future, okay? Mm-hmm. 20 years into 20 the future. 20 years into the future. You're driving home. It's night. Mm-hmm. You just got out of a holographic Tupac concert, mm-hmm. and you see something, some unidentified flying object fly over you. Yes. Okay. Stops in the middle of the road, fifty yards ahead. of you. Well, you don't like yards. Uh, uh seventy-five <laughs> feet ahead of you. You remember that? Seventy-five feet ahead of you. Uh-huh. Stops right. It, 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 it constri- what do you call those beams that come out of the bottom of a UFO, a constrictor beam mm-hmm. or something like that? One of those beams come out, right? And it says, step into the light. We want to speak to you. But it says it in an alien thing at first. It was like... And then it translates it into, into I don't know. And a closed like, captioning pops up. Yes, closed thank you. Because they have that. <laughs> thank you. Because hello, they're aliens. They're, yeah, they could do that. Closed exactly. captioning, so closed captioning comes up. And what do you do? Would you step into the light? I would stay exactly where I am. <laughs> okay. 
I would think first, do I want to roll back and just Understandable. back Understandable. up back into the bushes or into the trees where I came from? Okay. But I would probably be like, F- it, I'm here. I'm just going to interact and be like, who are you? <laughs> See, there's times where you got to go, what would holographic Tupac do? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so um, so you so you think if that I happens, I wouldn't get closer. I wouldn't be like, okay, sure, I'm coming into the light. I'd be like, who are you? You know, like I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk from here, and then we'll see. But more than likely, I'm rolling back. Okay, fair enough. I probably would do the same. But uh, all right, Truex, being the representative of of every white person in the world. <laughs> okay. Being That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because um, you, why, we all know white people f***ed up plenty of times in the past, so I don't want to be the next f*** up. Why is it? Why is it that we always get like rednecks and hillbillies who always get abducted? <laughs> and it's like no one it's never it's never someone from like a city. It's never someone who is like a uh, PhD why don't why don't aliens abduct the smart ones? Is what I'm trying to say. Well, here's 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 the thing. I I think that we hold hillbillies and rednecks um, to a standard that's that's below par. I think they're actually a lot smarter than they put off, and uh, that's why they abduct them because they actually are smarter than we are. Yeah, they don't live in cities. They don't want to deal with traffic. Yeah, I mean they're, they're smart. already smart. They're living off. They're living off their own land. They don't have neighbors, but the aliens do it because then they don't have a mass population going. We saw this dude like floating up into a spaceship, and now he's gone. So, um, yeah, I, I I think it would be because hillbillies and rednecks are smarter than we are. That's 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 an interesting thing about it. I, I would. See, I want to see a study on that first. I, I would. Co-sign. Right. I would. I would believe that if all if all alien abductions stories didn't sound like this. Okay. Ready for this? I got abducted by some aliens who who threw me in the back of their shape shifting pickup truck, and and they were driving around and there was they were laughing like my friend Earl. <laughs> Like I, just, I, I don't know that that they would yeah they would have to, I would have to see some kind of kissing, information. I was kissing my cousin and I saw a light <laughs> come down. <laughs> was, I'm not, I heard. I'm not gonna add to the story. I was gonna I, go there. But uh, I'm not go I was there. kissing my cousin. Someone came out with the probe that looked like a belt. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So um, but I, I know I know um that you believe in aliens, right, Troex? I I do. I do. You do believe in aliens. Now, yes. why do you believe in aliens? Why? Why do um, you believe in little green men with big ass heads that look like my cousin Earl? See, what if, now, what if they don't? I don't, I don't think they look like that. Just, yeah, I don't believe they look like, you know, what what they say. I, we don't know what the f*** they look like. I haven't seen one, so I can't believe it till I see it. Okay. Um, I I want to say there's all shapes, forms, and colors That's of them. That's what I think. Like they're, they're kind of are of us, so you know there might be midget ones, there might be giant ones, there might be white ones, black ones, you know, purple. Oh my god, I'd be knows. excited! I'd be excited oh, to meet dude, a black or purple right? alien. A purple alien? <laughs> like what? Like who? This? A purple alien would be sick. Come that on, that would be freaking cool. I'd be like, hey, what's up, purple? He's like, no way, hey, uh, uh, only hey, no, we can we, call we, us that. 
If I could have, if I could have a purple alien that's a pet, I would name it Prince. You purple name it what? Rain, purple Rain. Oh, Purple Rain. You name it Prince. <laughs> I'd name it Prince. I'll name it the artist formerly known. Yeah. Oh, you. Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'd go that route. <laughs> of course. Now, Kelly, you, would. you, you, Kelly, you were saying something. You're saying that uh, you do also believe that there's aliens. Yes, I do. Why do you believe that there's aliens? Unless, unless have you seen one? Because if you've seen one, you got to let me know. Um, no. Okay. So then why do you believe that there's aliens? Like I said, I just would think it has to be something out there. God made, something made us. So why wouldn't there be extra people? And I don't think they look like the movies make them out to... You don't think so? No. I want to know. Okay. I was like, what? I really have this. I was like, what if aliens were, some Some of them were more beautiful than... Than the other ones? No, than us humans that would... What if they were like really beautiful? Have you seen me? That's impossible. <laughs> Anywho, going back to like I was saying. Okay, so then if I was to say, Callie, there is a Godzilla-sized monster that that lives in in the deep jungles of Africa, but no one's seen it, and you haven't seen it. Would you believe me? No. Then why would you believe that there's aliens if you haven't seen one? If you haven't seen one. Well, one, I have seen them. On a, um, you seen one, an alien? No, the thing you're talking about. You seen Godzilla? No, the, uh, yeah, the hairy thing that you did. And look, I've seen Godzilla. Wait, what? What do you, wait, how? <laughs> what? Where are we like, going with I this? I thing you described, for some reason, I had a different picture in my head. Okay. I think of it as Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea where you're going with this. My, my point is... Why do you believe in something that you've never seen before in your life, but you wholeheartedly, very surely believe that there's actually aliens, but you've never seen them? Um, have you ever seen air? Like, seen it? Like, seen no. It? I, well, Have you ever no. seen air? But well, you breathe I, it, right? I can, I can grab air, though. I can fill air up into a balloon and be like, hey, I'm filling this up with air. You, could gra- you can grab I air. I can't take an alien. Wait, can you grab helium and put it, but can you actually grab air? I can put I can put a balloon. I can put something physical around it and be like, hey, this is filled with this. I feel it's I a lot of take- things that we see mm. that we can't explain. So when you, when you get, when I, when you show me an alien, I can put a balloon. But how many things? <laughs> oh, every, that alien. Hey, hey, hey I grab like air. That we can't I grab air with my lungs. <laughs> Thank you. See, he understands. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see it. You can't. Yeah, you're right. It's not tangible. You, it's not tangible. But yeah, yes. I get that. But so you your can. defense. Yes, you can. So I'll, I'll I'll go with this one because I I I you know I I, I was I'm a Christian. I believe in God. And okay. um, I, I'll I'll go with it, with this to answer your question, Diodonis, because I believe in aliens and I can't mm-hmm. see them. I haven't seen them. Is um, faith is uh, believing in something you cannot see. So mm. I, I have faith yep. that there is other life out there based on how big the universe is. Um, okay. And uh, I, so I believe without seeing based off of that faith that I, I believe I'm right. Okay. There mm. you go. Okay. So um, just to let you guys know, I also believe in aliens. I know mm. I was giving you guys a hard time, but yes, I believe in aliens. I, um, I believe in aliens simply because I believe that our universe is so huge and it's continues to grow that there is a higher probability of us not being alone. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's the only reason why I believe in aliens. Um, 
Um, but another question, you know, I really wanted to ask is now that we kind of all established that we all believe in aliens, well, you, right? We, oh, we, I didn't, we, I didn't ask. Oh my mm, God, I'm so sorry. Look at how rude. I, I just assumed. How rude. How rude. <laughs> hang on. I don't. Hang on. Let me. Let, okay. Well, let, tell me if I'm right. Do you believe in aliens? I do believe in aliens. Okay, then. See, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to pose my next question to you, okay? Which is, now that we know that we all believe in aliens, mm-hmm. right? Do you believe that they have come here? Yes. Okay. And the why? reason why I believe that there are aliens is because ancient civilizations have all talked about the people coming from the sky. This is true, yeah. All around the world, there's drawings, tales, uh, symbols that have all depicted people, Elohim, you know, those who come from the sky. Like, this is so... I think that they have come here and probably shared stuff with certain people. You know, they say that, you know, the aliens came and shared technology and shared things. I think that, yeah. I was going to say... What about pyramids? Because you said something. Do you think aliens built the pyramids? I th- I don't know. I don't know who built the pyramids exactly. This is this is yo ancient aliens. Mm-hmm. Shout out to ancient aliens <laughs> on the History Channel. But um, there are things that people were doing, or we think that people were doing, that it's like how the hell did, were they aware? So like yeah. the pyramids and the stars and aligning them with mm-hmm. certain things. So yeah, I mean we don't know. This planet has been around for quite some time, and you know. There's been dinosaurs here, we know, and then there were not dinosaurs here. So we might just be another civilization that could get totally wiped out, and the, you know, the people, civilizations of the future, would be like, look at these idiots with their their iPhones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. we don't know. Has anyone but, ever watched the TV show? It's uh, it was I think it was on actual TV, but it's on Netflix now. But it's called Unsealed Alien Files. No, maybe one episode. Yeah, I think I've uh, seen one so, episode too. So I actually really like this show. I've, I've I'm about three or four episodes into it. Um, they're they're pretty short, but they're on net- Netflix. It's called Unsealed, Alien Files, and uh, there's actual they're showing actual you know, legal documentation of aliens uh, from the government, uh, not just our government, but other governments and. They show some pictures that were unsealed and different things and uh, different characteristics of aliens and different types of aliens. And um, Mm -hmm. they say they say that there's some that that work for that are working with us and helping us. And then there's some that are fighting against us that we're in a war. Um, I highly suggest it to anyone that's interested or has a thought that aliens are real or not, just Mm -hmm. because it, it really goes in depth a lot further than. Then that's I think crazy. That we can so, actually go into. Yeah, it's, it's so actually that's like pretty awesome. That's like saying that like there's an actual men in black, like where where we have like yes. political and yes talks with with aliens. Yes, um, it's actually there are men. There were men in black, or still are men in black, and there's mm-hmm. actually photographs of men in black with briefcases going in after aliens had landed or crashed or like Roswell there is uh, uh men in black that's so, crazy yeah so i highly suggest watching this tv show because it really does go fully in depth and delve aliens into unsealed that, yeah it's called unsealed alien files on netflix that's crazy yes that's crazy now <clears throat> what do you guys think fascinates us in hollywood about the possibility 
of extraterrestrial life? I think people work out their curiosities, fantasies, fears in movies that they make and want to watch. So I think that's why. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And I I think there's like another aspect to it of like um, uh, the the possibility of of the unknown. Like the, uh, I think Star Trek said, you know, uh, exploring the last frontier, the final frontier, um, kind of making us, you know, where we're, we're travelers, we're explorers. And in a, in a world where we feel like we've conquered pretty much everything here, you know, the next step is to kind of explore the unknown, which is off the planet. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where the kind of fascination comes from. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and. Uh, oh, well, sorry. oh, whoa! Hold on, I got I got a fascination uh, route to go. I'm gonna go the Native American route um, on this, and uh, I think it has to do with the fact that uh, everyone's kind of um, we're all part of the same system. We all we all have the the same types of feelings and um, emotions, and we 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 can we can feel things. We can feel energies and different things, right? Um, uh, and I think that. Everybody, the reason why Hollywood uses it and people flood to it is because people realize that there is other stuff. Um, they know in their own hearts that there's, there's, you know, there, there's got to be something else out there. And I think because of that, and so many people believe it, that's that's where Hollywood gets it and, and just runs with it because people want to know, they want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. But but we're not getting the answers that we feel like we should get. And I Absolutely. Think, there we go. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. That's all that we're talking about, man. That's what we're here for. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and get started into... <clears throat> I'm sorry. I got like one of those... Oh, that was nasty. <laughs> let it go. Yeah, just, just let it go. You um, know what? Put, we're... The, put, put the cigarettes down, bro. No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get started into our last segment, which is listener mail. All right, so this one is from James. What's up, James? Howdy, say James. Hi. Say hi to James. Hi, James. There we go. James writes, I have dreams about my grandmother. She passed away recently. Is this actually her, or am I just missing her a ton? James. I'm going to pass that on to our spiritual advisor, Rebecca. Thank you. Yeah. I, I believe that the dead do come to us in our dreams. And one example I can give is this little girl, Naima. Her dad, um, shout out to DJ Metaphysic, who is pretty, he's dope. I mean, okay. yes. Jay-Z wrote about him in his book, but oh, wow, okay. he also did a lot of community work and yada, yada. He was a powerful dude. He took on the name Metaphysic. Um, and when he passed, it was like a sudden car accident, like so crazy how it happened. And a few days after he died, his daughter, and I heard her say it out loud, she said, Mommy, Daddy came to me in my dreams. You know, I saw Daddy in my dreams. And so I, I feel that he... You know, your spirit sometimes has unfinished business. And I don't know. We don't know about the dimensions. But I do feel that, yo, the spirit life is crazy. Mm -hmm. Spirit life is crazy. I know I've had people visit me 
alive even in my dreams and been like, whoa, like, I, and I know, understood why, you mm-hmm. know? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Kelly, what, what about you, brother? What do I think? Do you believe that past uh, people who've passed away can visit us in our dreams? I totally believe. I actually have a story about that too, but yes, I totally believe in that. And I think um, maybe it's different reasons. Like maybe they want you to see something that they didn't get to tell you before they died or went on, or maybe they just wanted to make you laugh or make you remember some a time that you guys had or anything. Like for instance, my cousin um, Andre who passed away, I remember having a dream um, one time and he was at the edge of my bed mm. and I was going through some stuff in um, life and he didn't really say nothing. He said, but what are you doing? And I woke up and that answered a lot that was going on at the time. Like, wow. what are you doing from him? So I, I personally have experienced that. So I was telling you the other day about when I was like seven or eight years old, my father's best friend died and I was very close with him. And the night that he died, he came to me. I, you know, I was like, am I sleeping? Am I not? And again, to the foot of the bed. And I had a bunk bed, so he was up there. And then I saw him go and lie down on a long dresser. And to, and in my dream, or was it a dream, really? Because I, I realized that that signified that he was going to sleep and he died. And the next morning, I went to the kitchen and told my, my dad, I was like, Daddy, Felix died last night, right? And that was a little girl, under 10. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Truex, have you had any experiences I like that? Yeah. I have, actually. Um, oh, God, you guys, oh, wow. Yeah, after my dad died, um, you know, this uh, this is, what, 12 years ago. Um, <clears throat> it was about three weeks after he passed away. I, I took his death really, really hard. Mm. Um, and I, uh, I had a dream, uh, and my dad came to me uh, and it was a very short dream, but it is the most vivid dream I can, I, I, I think mm. I've ever had. And it still sticks out in my mind was, um, he came to me and he was, com- he was green. He was like glowing green. And, oh, wow. uh, he, and he tells me, Chris, I just wanted to tell you, I love you and I'm alive. And, what? um, uh, that that was my dream and uh so it it, it really i woke up in tears and i still yeah. tear up to the to this day when i talk about it, it uh, just the fact that he was he said that he was alive but i still have never figured out what the green meant like i i don't know what my dad was trying to tell me with with the color green so like he uh, was green or no my dad was green my my dad his whole like he was glowing green What's your favorite color? Uh, red. <laughs> What's the color of your eyes? Uh, I have like hazel, greenish hazel eyes, I guess. What What did he What did he pass away from? If you don't mind me asking. Um. He. Uh. So the 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 hospital said a heart attack. Um. Uh. We don't think Where it do was I a heart attack. Right now? I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. I was. I. I. I have my hand on my heart, and I was. So green is connected with the heart chakra, which is interesting. So maybe that, I don't know, like. So let me, let me give you the back, the background of what happened. My dad had shoulder replacement surgery about uh, six months 
or a year before he passed away. Um, he had some complications after the surgery because he had blood clots. So he had to go in and then remove the blood clots. Um, my dad's heart was in perfect. It was in great health. Um, and um, besides, uh, I think he had uh, was a low blood 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 pressure he was not high blood pressure but low blood pressure i believe um uh so our our family we we just thought that he died of uh blood clot getting to his heart um but the hospital said it was a heart attack Uh, we just never did an autopsy wow yeah so so you're saying green is attached to the heart green is the color for the heart chakra so yeah before i asked you i put my hand on my heart because i i i wanted just to mark that spot just to be sure but um yeah maybe that's you know maybe it's a it's a sign of like yeah that's what he passed from and also that that's not an issue wherever he is or you know yeah i think he was telling me that he's he's in another life now yeah no he moved on for sure yeah so which you know i think that we go to the next adventure for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so uh, mm. I think we answered James' question. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, James, <laughs> there you go. You were not alone. All right. So, this next one is from Kenny. How's it going, Kenny? What up, Kenny? What's hey. up, Ken? Kenny writes Whenever I'm online, I see pictures of people who win prizes, take trips out of the country, and are celebrated with tons of friends. Why does it always seem other people are luckier than me? Kenny. Callie. Because. Um, I'm going to refer, refer over to Callie because Callie yeah, no, knows a little bit about luck. I think you got to stop looking so hard, um, not really worried about other people's successes and worry about the happiness that lies within you and start noticing maybe the good things that you're not noticing around you. And I think that will bring that positive uh, thought in mind and you'll start seeing better results, in my opinion. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A- Amen. Now, I, now I, um, I, what were you going to say, Truex? Oh, I, I, I was, I, I actually agree with, with, with Kelly. Um, uh, it, when it comes to, to, to that, don't ever look at somebody else's life and wonder why you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, reason why is because today might be one way, but tomorrow is a completely different thing. And it, you, you breathe, you have to breathe positivity to get positivity. Uh, if you're looking at people and you're negative about what they have, you don't deserve what they have because you're jealous. Um, they earned whatever they got, whether they won something or they worked their asses off and got it. Don't ever worry about what someone else has. You got to worry about what you don't have, what you do have, and what you want in the future. That's there it. There you go. There you go. I appreciate that. So Rebecca, yeah, I'd... being being ridiculously positive person. <laughs> can you give some word of of words of affirmation to to Kenny and his problems? Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is your state of mind with the comparison. Every time that you compare yourself to somebody else, you are, you're lowering your own energy, your own vibration. Instead of looking at people and being like, why them and not me? Look at other people's successes or luck or however you see it as like mathematical proof that there's good shit happening in the world. That's A. And B, instead of like 
giving yourself this this way of thinking like everybody else but me, start to notice all of the little wins you get, whether it's like getting rock star parking wherever you're going or like running into the right person. Like start to highlight and water those moments where you're being blessed and you're being like the way is being cleared for you. And you're going to see that those moments just start to multiply. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I also have just one quick thing. That's funny because – I felt like that at a time in my life a long time ago and um, when social media first started to, you know, become a thing in this world and I started, you know, not really liking what was going on in my life and going on social media mm-hmm. where everybody's going to show, of course, happy times of their life. You don't know what they're going through, the good or bad. And I'm like, oh, why is their life so good and my life so bad? Mm-hmm. So I had to start, take myself away from that, shut everything down and start looking at the little things and that I started to notice all the happy things I wasn't noticing before. And yeah, a lot of these people online, and I know because I work with people one on one, I come to their homes. A lot of people who you think have their shit together, Kenny, they're living, they're not living the way they're portraying that they're living. Mm-hmm. They're using stock images for their fucking desk, and they're this and they're that. And it's like, damn, that's not your life. Mm-hmm. You're not living your truth. So, you a, know, a prime example of this is goddamn Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the Bow Wow Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the Southwest, but he has to let you, everybody yeah. has to believe he's on a private jet. Come Jesus. on. So, Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you're not living that extreme. But, you know, for me, social media is just like a highlight reel of what people's lives actually are. You're just getting the highlights. And, you know, some of the most successful people aren't the people who succeed the, mo- the most. They're the ones who fail the most. Mm-hmm. So um, it's all about perspective. So um, yeah. the person who's not afraid of failing will keep trying mm-hmm. and being able to push through failure. So, Kenny, if you feel that um, other people are succeeding more than you, it's not that they're succeeding more than you. It's just that they're not afraid to fail more than you. So all you just got to do is put yourself in the right positions, the right state of mind, not even the right position, the right state of mind to fail more than everybody else and i promise i promise you that you will succeed more than everybody else afterwards mm-hmm. good vibes yeah. kenny sending you love there we fail, go definitely. failure breeds championship there we you go. have to fail to win agreed um now this next one is from daniel what's going on daniel daniel hey daniel what's, what's up, up daniel <laughs> <laughs> daniel writes uh, why does every woman I know believe in astrological signs? <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> true. True <laughs> sh- <laughs> I think Danny Boy is correct there. Right? <laughs> I'm going to refer over to our woman specialist. Speaking for all women. Speaking for all women, I don't know if all women believe in astrological signs. I do think that women do appreciate or like to attach themselves to things that maybe can give them some kind of hope or direction or make sense of the bullshit that is relationships and love and life. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe in astrology. And the reason why I've been, I believe in it is because I have been utilizing it for the last, I want to say, four years to really navigate my world you know the bible says as above so below if you believe in that kind of thing but i do think there is something to be said about you know the mirroring of energies and uh push and pull we know that the moon controls the tides and controls people's behaviors Mm -hmm. so why wouldn't other planets and their movements also have an effect so i think it's interesting that's true yeah 
Okay, so Daniel, this is what you do. Check it. Since you are already ahead of the game, you already know that most women believe in astrological science. Use that sh** to your advantage. Yes. I will be like, okay, Daniel, here's a free pickup line. You're welcome. Okay, here we go. Go up to a chick. Truex, are you, are you, writing, are you writing this down? I'm writing it down. Wait, Okay, no. good. Okay, you go up oh, to a chick, right? And be like, what's your astrological sign? And then she <laughs> says, just give me anyone. Just go ahead, give me Virgo. one. Virgo. Virgo. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Isn't it Vicky that was like, yeah. what's your name? What's your sign? Yeah. So like, I could creep up from behind. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Show them like, okay, well, why yes. am I like, why do you see that? They just feed some bullshit. Anyway, you're welcome. You're welcome, Daniel. That's why. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. All right. Pass that along. So there you go, Daniel. All right. And this last one is for Joaquin. What's going what's on, Joaquin? What's up, Joaquin? What's up? Walking. Walking Walking Phoenix or Walking Dead. (laughs) Right? It's Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin writes, do you believe in love at first sight? Joaquin. (laughs) Yes. Uh Are you? Yeah, you said yes, Truex. Yes. Why? I I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, um, but I think when you look at someone... Um, there's energies that come off of them and, uh, there's pheromones that come off of them. And some, there's some people that just, they have that perfect mix that it just, you fall head over heels for them. Uh, I did it with my girlfriend that first day I saw her, I knew I was going to love her. Um, so I, 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 I honestly, I, I think it has to do with energies. It has to do with looks. It has to do with, uh, has to do with the pheromones that are coming off of our bodies to, 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 to give us that. Okay, there mm. you go. Callie, oh. being a master of love, mm. do you believe in love at first sight? In all total honesty, um, yes, I do believe in love at first sight. Really? What? Yes, I actually Really? Do, just because do I believe that everybody experiences it? No, but I believe in it because, one, I have a child, um, and that was my love at first sight, so the love for people I know you can have and secondly I have had a love at first sight um, with a girl that I know was my first love so yes it is very real and sometimes with, if you feel in a moment nobody knows what your um, you guys connection are at first sight and what what you guys had and what you guys talked about and what mm-hmm. your experience and what you know it that first day I met that person, that moment was, it was a lot, a lot of things that happened in that moment that it usually takes years and months and all, you, all that things to find that out. You've experienced in that moment. So yes, I believe in that. All right. Rebecca? I definitely, definitely. Don't. Do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you do. Why? I definitely do. And I've, actually recently experienced love at first sight okay so it's just like yeah one of those things um energy it's almost like i know you like where do i know you from um the pheromones and just like that instant like it's like you i think love at first sight is like going through some kind of wild warp zone where it's like whoa like here we are again maybe like i don't know I think it's a remembrance. Maybe 
I've heard of even people that are like, you know, people say like connected from other lifetimes Mm. or um, children of old lovers that wind up meeting and being together. I think that there's something interesting about like that. Yeah. So like the bringing together. Mm -hmm. uh, Truex, you were going to say something? I was going to I was just going to throw in there as she was talking past lives. Um, Just, you know, for anyone who feels that way, I, I. I I I I have the same feelings as she does is is you know past lives or uh, there's that connection that's just it's just instant just from when you make eye contact. What was that last part? When you it, just that instant you make eye contact with somebody, it's I, I I don't know what it is. It's like feeling their soul without even being close to them, but you see them and then you then you start talking and everything is boom 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 right in line. Uh, so I I just. I completely agree with what each one of them said. So and, you completely uh, agree with what she, she was saying, as and it was when you guys made first eye contact with each other is what, what kind of made that for you, right? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, Joaquin, there you go. We believe in love at first sight. But all right, guys, that has been our show. Um, I'd like to thank our guest for coming on, Callie. Oh, Jesus, scared me. I was like, what the heck is that? Um, and Rebecca Hitana. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. Yes, um, thank and- you so much, guys. I wish I was there in person, but. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it, yeah. man. guys are pretty dope. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Now, um, Kelly, if anyone wants to reach you, what is the best way for them to get a hold of you if they wanted some some sports insights? I feel like you'll have some information coming soon. Stay tuned. There we go. All right. And Rebecca Hitana. Yes. What is the best way for people to reach out to you for uh, spiritual and life guidance? Yeah. Find me on Instagram. Slide on my DM. Rebecca Hitana. And also lifestyle underscore remix. If you forget all that, lifestyleremix.com, there'll be a breadcrumb trail to the gram. There we go. All right, thank you guys for listening. I'm Deodonis. I'm Truex. I'm Kelly. I'm Rebecca. And we will catch you guys later. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. If you'd like your question asked on air, email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow and like on Facebook at What's With Millennials. Follow on Instagram at WWM underscore show. And send us a tweet at WWM show. What's With Millennials podcast.